We're switching it up. Cheers. Cheers. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. And welcome to the Marlon vs. Marlon podcast. I'm your boy, Marlon. And I'm your boy, Marlon. Join us as two childhood friends go back and forth, discuss, argue, fight, debate, sometimes maybe even agree on everything from sports, pop culture, uh, and everything in between. All right, so we we know about the drama with the coaching carousel. We'll get into that a little bit later. We do have a big NCAA National Championship coming up on Monday, which I feel like a lot of people aren't really talking about. We'll touch on that, as well as some of the games that just happened in the playoffs and the wild card weekend, and then moving on to the divisional weekend. We'll touch on all that, and we'll uh, get some NBA in towards the end of the show. We actually are going to start off with uh, Power. The Power is finally back uh, from... From a two week vacation, two month, but you know, but it's all, but it's all good. I, I, I do. It was I don't I wasn't really expecting this type of okay. We're gonna go back and let you in on everything that happened. I didn't think we were gonna get that, but it was it wasn't a horrible episode. I feel like they let us in on some clues, and I think that Dre did it. I mean, not Dre. Dre's gone. I think Tariq did it. Asking for the gun, for protection. You know he's already was trying to get him from a few episodes back then. They was never seeing eye to eye. I can't see Tasha taking out her husband. And her source of income. Exactly. Tommy, he you, you Tommy's very unpredictable, but I don't think Tommy would do something like this. And then Tate, we knew Tate gave gave Dre the plates and pretty much telling Dre to do it. So it could be Cooper. That's another one. So I, I don't. I, what you think on this, man? Well, it was a bad episode, and I've been telling y'all this since last season. It's been a terrible year for Power. In my, <laughs> in my, in my humble opinion. Yeah. Uh, it's just bad TV. I, like now we go a whole episode without ghosts. One scene maybe with Tommy. One a half a scene with Tariq. No, no fifty, obviously. No Lala, no, no Keish. Like, oh yeah, everybody dropping off. What, like, dropping like this flies. Is, they're trying to continue this, and they need to let it, let it go, or either bring like a whole new storyline. I'm tired of Councilman Tate. I'm tired of Dre. What? I don't want to meet Dre's baby mama now after six seasons. I'm cool. Yeah, I know. I thought that was a little weird. You you want to bring in somebody's story now after. 
is pretty much like dying. Every, at everybody's the, girl been yeah. here. Why is she just like even Tariq had a little girl he was messing with in school mm-hmm. or whatever? Like, why is she just now being introduced? Yeah, and and when he goes and, to jail and, and his mom too. His it's mom like, too. We've he's been around for shoot since season probably two or three. And actually, this is one thing that he said in at Power Confidential. He was supposed to die in. Or, or killed off in season three, and I guess he played it so well that he ended up lasting to season season six, and mm. ended up going out how he went out. So we'll see what happens next. I think Wait, that what? he ain't went out yet. Dre, he's still alive. You didn't? Did you not see what happened? I thought he got arrested. He got killed. They burned him in his cell. Oh yeah, that's right. I thought he got arrested. <laughs> Shows how much I like watching the show. Yeah, he, he ain't a fan of that anyway. So, um, but yeah, all right. So now we'll get ahead and uh, go ahead and get into the NFL action, the Wild Card Weekend that we saw over the weekend. We'll just start huh. off with. <laughs> oh no, my fault. Sorry about that, everybody. All right, and we'll go ahead and talk about with Saints in Minnesota. Um, Drew Brees was a third best. Quarterback. I thought we were starting with the on the field. NCAA, no? We're gonna do it after. Okay. Yeah, Drew Brees was the uh, third best quarterback Sheesh. on the field. I mean, the third best. Third best. Taysom Hill, Kirk Cousins. I mean, we we all know him for his horrible performances on in primetime games, and also what he's able to. Well, he's zero one in the playoffs, so you can't necessarily hold that above somebody's head for. Oh, he has a he's zero and one in the playoffs. I mean, yes, it, you can. It's one game. But that means he's only gotten there one time. The one time he's gotten there, he lost. So you can. But you're not. Okay, I I I I'd rather give you this. He's zero and eight in Monday Night Football games. I'll give you that. But zero and one in the playoffs. I mean, come on now. So everybody was trying to. <laughs> everybody was trying to throw that. On Kirk Cousins, Marlon forgot to press record as he does per usual for the YouTube. So, no, let's be honest. I was recording before and we weren't ready to go live, so I stopped the recording and I thought I pressed it again. Y'all only miss power. Y'all ain't miss nothing. Yeah, it's all right. trust me. They, 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 they can go. Themselves. They can go and check on Apple Podcasts if they want to listen to it. Um, but yeah, so. Other so, than that, seeing oh, go ahead. You said no, no. You were giving me your point about uh, Kirk Cousins, which you can't hold over because you said you he can't play, hold the playoff record over. You, you can't because he's on one. But I mean, the running backs played good. The defense made some great stops. They played a pretty fairly decent game on Malcolm um, uh, Michael Thomas. Camara was non-existent after he was pretty much elite the past three weeks of the season. So I think I think that was kind of how his season went, though. If you look at Kamara's tracking him over the season, he he started off the season pretty well, and then went went MIA for a while, and then, yeah. and then went good again. But to Kirk Cousins, he has some receivers make some big plays for him too. Like I, I feel like they always give the credit to the quarterback, and they Thielen do deserve good, a lot yeah. of credit. Um, but Thielen went after some balls. Um, uh, Diggs made a check, catch and yeah, uh, Rudolph, like you said, made a great catch. Like it's he got some help. Yeah. And also, too, the running backs were healthy. We didn't see the running backs week 17. So now all the two running backs are healthy. Dalvin Cook's looking like he was at the start of the season. Um, but your point to Kamara, I didn't know this, but I actually had him on my fantasy, so I should have known it or knew it. But 
Kamara scored. I know he started scoring week 14, 15. Before that, he didn't. Last time he scored was in week three. Mm-hmm. So that was, I mean, just to see, it's shocking to me when you think about it. I mean, we were in PPR league, so he's getting catches and he's getting points. So you don't see it as much. But, yeah. but he wasn't, you know, scoring touchdowns. So I think that's crazy. Latavius Murray, I think he's been kind of falling into the role that he should have been, and, and Kamara's been being the guy. But Kamara got stuff. They played a great, they played a great offensive game, and the only big plays they had was with Taysom Hill was involved. I mean. And I think that leads me to my next question is, what's next for Breeze? Like, is, his contract is up. Last, uh, two years ago, he signed two years for 50 mil. So I'm sure he's not going to want to take a discount at this point in his career. So to me, I don't think, I, I, I will say, and I've, I've told you this before, Drew Breeze has regressed a little bit from what we've seen. And also, too, there were some stats that were out there that, He's breaking all these records, but if you look at the attempts, Peyton Manning had way less attempts. So I think it's it's only right for you to give Peyton, you know, the credit on that point. But what what do you think's next for Breeze? I think I think Breeze and the Saints are both class acts. And mm-hmm. I say that to say I think they give him what he wants if he wants to continue to play. Yeah. I don't think you'll see a, a situation like you might end up seeing with Brady in um, New England where Which we'll get on they bit, won't yeah. they won't end up paying him. I think they'll give Breeze what they want, what he wants, or maybe he'll give them a discount too though. Yeah. So both side both sides I think will play. But you bring him back. Yeah, you got Teddy Bridgewater there. Yeah, you got Taysom Hill there. Taysom Hill's not a franchise quarterback. He's a gimmick guy. Let's call it what it is. He comes in and, and affects the game great on special teams and offense and all these kind of things, but he's not a guy you want to hand a franchise over to. Yeah, um, and especially so, too, and I'll let you finish, but just how he runs. Like if you notice how Lamar runs, Lamar is not looking for contact. Vic necessarily was never looking for contact, but he would initiate some contact here and there. But Taysom, I feel like he's just like, a, like it's like Christian McCaffrey back there. Like he's, he's trying, he's, he's looking reckless. for contact. So that's something to be a, a little skeptical about if you're a, a franchise to want to make him your guy. Yeah, I mean, let's, he's he's not. A franchise court. Like, he comes in and throws two passes a game, yeah. maybe, if that. <laughs> Gets like, the reverse, a run, yeah, a catch. Not, yeah. he's, he hasn't came in. and Yes, he brings a lot of energy. I love what he does to that offense. I love that Sean Payton throws that stuff in there and gives him that kind of carrot to, um, to get in the game and, to, and mm-hmm. to be effective. But he's not He's not who they're handing the team over to. I think they give Drew Brees what he wants. Let him play until he can't anymore. Yeah. Um, like like New York should have deal with Eli. Let him keep playing. Like you're not the guy isn't behind him. So give yeah. yourself a chance. Maybe go draft a guy this year to back him up or at least to compete for that backup spot. And and try to try to build something. But let the man do what he wants to do. Let him play another year or two. I look at um I look at Teddy Bridgewater and I although Teddy is a a decent backup, I'm not necessarily looking at him like he can be the guy that can take over this franchise. I don't think. I think Teddy did a great job at filling in. You have a lot of great role players with the Saints and a lot of guys that can come in different packages and all that. And Teddy did his job. I believe he was what five and one when he was filling in for Breeze. So, but I still don't think Teddy's going to be the guy that you want to hand your franchise over to. So, um, Teddy's actually a free agent too, as well. So, um, yeah, um, I think they. They franchise tag him mm-hmm. if they can't get a hold of if they can't get um, Drew Brees locked in. I think they will use a franchise tag there. Mm-hmm. But 
he's not a bad quarterback. We've seen we've seen him in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, before he got he had a terrible leg injury. Yeah, and and but before that he was a, he was a serviceable quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, he 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 wasn't a top top bit, elite bit guy by but, injuries though. You yeah, know? And, and so he can he can run a team. I think he's better than a lot of guys that are playing on teams right now. Mm-hmm. And and with that being said. I think he'll go if they don't franchise tag him. I don't think he'll come back to New Orleans, unless, yeah. I mean, he does have a good a good situation there. You know, he you always see him riding his bike to the home games, and I, I think the city embraced him well, especially how did he get, how good he did when he filled in. Um, Definitely, but I like back to your point. I don't think this is Drew Brees regressing as much as it is. Kamara didn't didn't step up for him. Um, but also, he, he didn't too, get any he, help from the run game. Like, but that stuff matters. Go ahead. And Mark Ingram, like I feel like they they really missed him because although Latavius did great by filling in, you're no Mark Ingram, right? And they knew they had to pay Mark Ingram. And from what I heard, they lowballed him, and he said, "No, I'm not doing that." Right. And he's in Baltimore right now, and he's the guy, and he's still in the playoffs. Well, he's 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 robbing. The guys. Well, as far as running back wise, oh, not yeah. the main player, but I mean, as best player on the team, but he's a running back guy. But um, right now, we're gonna give a call to one of my good friends, one of the first, one of the first guys that I knew when I first moved out to Texas, and uh, from from what they say, the great state of Louisiana, a really good, a, a real good friend of mine, That's what they call D it? Felix. That's what they say. What's going on, D? Welcome to the show, D. Not much, man. So, how do you? What, what's your takeaway from the game? I know you're probably still a little hurt, if you will, from from the loss. But you guys have had three tough losses in the playoffs, like back to back to back. So, what's your feeling as a Saints fan that's going through your mind right now? Uh, still a die hard. Uh, I mean, I, I bleed black and gold all day, every day. But uh, I'm a little salty, but, I mean, we got to get better. We have to get better. I mean, the, the whole team itself, everything, coaching, players, everything, man. But with three years, with, with us missing or going out in the first round or second round, it's unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's, it's, it's crazy because you guys have always been – from halfway through the season, they're like, oh, Saints are making it this year. This is the Saints year. This is the revenge year, what a lot of people were saying last year. And then you guys have a, a break like this where you, you're dealing with a Minnesota team that just beat you in every aspect of the game. And Drew Brees looked like he was in San Diego playing like that Drew Brees. So, you know, speaking of Drew Brees, what? what? That wasn't a good Drew Brees in San Diego? Uh he was okay, Yeah, he wasn't the Drew, but he didn't have the weapons that he had has in New Orleans. So, um, but looking at Drew Brees right now, are you, are you, as a Saints fan, are you looking to take him back, or what, what's your what's your idea of as far as moving forward with with Brees? Brees has been regressing the last couple of years. I mean, he's got a good O line, especially on the left side, but. I mean, holding the ball too long and just deciding where he's going to throw it to, and everybody knew he's throwing to Michael Thomas. So, I mean, it, it's predictable. Yeah. I, do you think that that could be a tribute to the offense as a whole, though, too? Because, like you said, he's only going to Michael Thomas. He doesn't – There's there hasn't been another guy that's kind of separating themselves. I think the tight end started playing well maybe later on in the season. Um, but 
I, I do think that that has a little bit to do with the offense as well. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, I mean, Alvin Kamara kind of helped him out a little bit, but if you notice, he really hasn't gone to Alvin Kamara as much. Yeah. I mean, the, the better back is the power back. You know what I'm saying? And they didn't use him as much. They basically just did a lot of screen pads and a lot of stuff that they used uh, Reggie Bush for back in the day. And, I mean, that's, San Diego. that's not working. Yeah. That's not working. You need to go up the middle, man. You got the offensive line for it. Go up the middle. Yeah, yeah. So I agree. Look, looking at the uh, the playoffs as a whole now, now that you guys are gone and, and a few other good teams are gone, do you see any any team that sticks out that that could make it out to the Super Bowl? Ooh, uh, right now I, I believe in the, uh, the the Super Bowl winning aspect of it. So I like the Seahawks, man. NFC, I like Ooh. the Seahawks to to make it to the Super Bowl or to win it all. To make to make it to the Super Bowl, not to win it all. To make it to the Super Bowl for the NFC, uh, Lambo. It, 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 the route that they're taking right now, I think that's the best path to get to the to get to Championship Sunday because Green Bay is. I, I, and I love Rodgers, and we're going to talk about the game in a little bit. But I, I love Rodgers, and he's. I've always been one of the biggest Aaron Rodgers fans. But that defense isn't that good, and whenever Rodgers isn't clicking and Aaron Jones isn't on, that's an average yeah. offense. Yeah, that yep. they they snuck their way. If if you can sneak definitely, your way into a two seed, they definitely, definitely did it this year. Um, and kudos to them for doing that, winning tough games, winning close games, not scoring a lot of points, not blowing a lot of teams out. But if I was a team going into Lambeau, this would be the year I want to go. Like I, I I'm I'm not trusting yeah. a rookie head coach just yet. I know you have Aaron Rodgers, one of the best to ever do it. But the defense, the rookie coach, no playoff experience in the coach. Like I I don't think that all adds up. And yes, last year they were cheated. You're right, Sean, but not this year. <laughs> yeah, so what do you think about the AFC? AFC, uh, I mean, the AFC is strong, man. Young quarterback, dual threat quarterback. It, it's yeah. going to be a tough fight, man. Houston, uh, uh, the Chiefs, I mean, uh, it's, it, it's going to be a tough matchup, man. I think the AFC is a little bit more overpowered as far as like the playoff teams that made it. But, I mean, it's, it's going to be a good Super Bowl this year. It's not going to be a repeat of last year. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, I'll ask you this before you get on out of here. I know you're a big uh, LSU fan, so are you a little nervous about Monday? Or, no, or? Tigers. No, no way. No? No way. Saints lost. Yeah, I I think it's gonna be a little closer than you making it sound. Though them boys ain't lost in like two years over there. That's what I'm talking about, man. And Clemson hasn't played anyone this year besides who they played last week. But but throughout their their season, they haven't played anyone, so they're not ready for what LSU and Burrow is about to bring forth. Yeah, I think it'll be I think it'll be a shootout. I think it'll be a lot more competitive uh, than that LSU game last week, but. I'm interested to see how it turns out for sure. I do have LSU winning, but that's just because I. He's he's not he's he not getting those seven touchdowns in the first half. I'm 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 positive of that, but it should be a pretty good game as long as we get somewhat of a like you said a shootout and a decent game. I'll be happy after a great from what I'm hoping is the divisional game the day before. So 
Yeah, I got y'all. That's a five point spread. I even got y'all. I got, think I got y'all winning by six. Maybe yeah. a touchdown. Maybe a full touchdown. Most depth. Yeah. Most depth, man. Well, shoot, man. We appreciate you for coming on, and uh, sorry about your, your your boys, but you got <laughs> you got LSU to look forward to on Monday. There we go. All right. Hey, if I could say a couple of things, man. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Super Bowl prediction, man. Seahawks, Chiefs. Chiefs Chief going to take it all. Mahomes, past MVP, he's going to be able to take it all, and there's going to be a Chiefs Super Bowl. And by the way, I don't know if y'all talked about this yet, black head coaches need to make a presence in the NFL. Exactly. Yep. That, I, I, was gonna, I was definitely going to go on a rant about that in a few yep. minutes here. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yep. I'm, not a, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but Chris Richard, they're talking about bringing him back as a role, not as the defensive coordinator because they uh, hired Mike Nolan. But mm-hmm. as a role, no, he should have a head coach job. I agree. Yeah, we we were actually talking about that in our group chat earlier, and they, they they're not even they're not even getting opportunities. So and yeah, I, like and and we I guess we can go there now since since you brought it up. I'm glad you did too because mm-hmm. um, I'm not a big Stephen A. Smith fan. I've said it on this show many times. Um, okay, but he brought up a point yesterday and and not as much with Mike McCarthy because Mike McCarthy does have a Super Bowl. He does have head coaching experience. He does have a winning record. So it, it didn't get brought up as much with the Cowboys hire. But when the Giants went out, and, and same with uh, Rivera. When he gets hired, okay, he's, he's experienced. Yep. But when the Giants go out and hire a special teams coach, uh, a wide receiver, a position coach that nobody's never heard of before, with no with no type of coordinator experience at any level, no type of head coaching experience at any level, um, without even interviewing the likes of Chris Rock or Rashard, the likes of uh, Brian Leftwich, who was who's who's a young black coordinator right now, mm-hmm. Eric Bieniemy, who's a young black coordinator right now, uh, guys qualified anyone exactly exactly, and and hello on. A successful team, a winning team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. Yeah, the Patriots are the Patriots, but you went and got like the Patriots do boy. Like, yeah, I don't even. If Bill Belichick knows he's gone, I'd be surprised. Yeah. So, so the point, the point that Stephen A. Smith was making is like the Roney rule is is fake. It doesn't mean anything. It does. It's not effective. There are too many, and the ones that we do have in the league right now, down in Miami, Flores. That team was supposed to be the first overall draft pick. Supposed to go zero and sixteen. They went out and got five wins on, on, on a team that where players were asking to get traded at the beginning of the year. Yeah. You got um, Nolan or Tomlin in, in Pittsburgh who went through all the injuries that that you could have as a coach. Mm-hmm. Got that team sniffing the playoffs. Like at, all around the league, the the coaches that are there are doing their jobs. They're yeah. not. They just don't, we just don't get the opportunities. And the, and the point he made was. He said flat out, brothers don't get the opportunity to go from a position coach to a head coach in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It would never happen. Mm-mm. It would never happen. No, like, like I said, it's just a check mark, man. They, like they brought in Marvin Lewis, and that was it. Yeah, so and if, if, which, which was a joke. They had their guys, and, and that's just one team. Imagine, imagine how all other 32 are. Right. And even with Marvin Lewis, they said they didn't even interview him as a head coach. They were interviewing him as a mm-hmm. defense coordinator. So, no so who who did they really interview for a head coaching position? You know, because yeah. I'm a Cowboy fan, so I was kind of digging into that too. I was like, why would we bring him in? He hasn't like he should look, been let's look at his resume. As, like, yeah. he's not he's not head coaching anything. So, man, it's it's tough. But I'm definitely with you, man. They got, I, and I don't know what I don't know what um, 
is going to happen moving forward. But you got a league that's 70% African-American as far as the players go. Ownership, there's no representation. Yeah. Coaching staffs is, is less than opposite of that 70%. So, I mean, it, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. And it, it needs to be fixed. Because it's not It's not like we're not capable. If, if it was a... If there wasn't coaches that have done well in the past, if there wasn't coaches that are doing well now, okay. But it's kind of like the whole black quarterback thing. For a while there, you know, it was it was a it was a struggle for black quarterbacks. But yeah, now, exactly, they're proven, man. Back to back MVPs, like guys, all pros, beating out these, beating out top ranked white quarterbacks, elite mm-hmm. white quarterbacks, even. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I hope it changes soon, but but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Hey man, we we appreciate you for coming on and and uh, letting us inside on on your your vision on the Saints and then um, your predictions as well. So, uh, but yeah, man, we'll be talking soon. I, I'm sure I'll be seeing you in a little bit. I appreciate it, man. Uh, watch every episode, man. Marlon versus Marlon, man. We, we appreciate that. Can't wait to can't wait to meet the other Marlon, but you know we'll we'll get together soon. Soon. For All sure. right, man. We'll see you. All, All right. right. Thanks. Have a good one. Pretty good little spot, man. And I know that you were wanting to, to talk about that, and I That's know that was the perfect true. segue. Yeah, yeah man, it's, it's, it's true. And, it's true. So, and if y'all watch this show, you know I don't agree, agree with Stephen at, at all. At all. And I'll tell y'all, like I told the group text, I clicked the video on accident. <laughs> it was a different show. Stephen A. Smith was not in the video. Yeah. But they kind of panned to him. They tricked me. Yeah. And there I, it is. I agree with what he was saying. And now he's a fan. No, I'm not. No. no, I'm not. I think Stephen A. Smith is all about Stephen A. Smith okay. and getting views. All right. <laughs> okay, so now we'll switch on to the next game that was played uh, Saturday night. We'll kind of run through this a little bit. The Bills and the Texans. The Bills had the game. It, w- it was one. And then Texans just came back. Or, or Bills just lost it, whichever way you want to put it. And they came back. Watson was struggling a little bit at first, and then he came back. And... I've been one of the biggest Texans. I don't want to say haters, but they're always one team that, that they'll make the playoffs and they're lucky if they get to the second round and then that's it. So I got a bold prediction too for, uh, for coming up this weekend. But Texans, they I, I think it's more so the Bills losing it than the Texans winning it. Oh, and that's becoming uh, an early narrative in my guy Jared Allen's career. Is Josh Allen. Josh Allen, I'm sorry. Who's Jared Allen? Uh, he used to play for the Vikings. That's right, the D lineman. Yeah, my bad. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, I like I like him, so I'm not. That's just a mistake on my part. But anyway, yeah, yeah. early narrative in his career is that he doesn't perform well in the big big spots, which he hasn't had too many because he's he's pretty young. Well, but... this year and last year, so it's only spots he's played in. Yeah, but and and I've been on here on record saying that I think this is his division as soon as Tom Brady leaves. One hundred percent, they're gonna be um, around for a while. But. It's kind of like he, he does well in the games he's supposed to do well in, in the situations he's supposed to do well in. Um, but this is this is six points in the second half. He got a 16-point lead going into halftime. Only mustered up six points in the second half. And, um, you know, essentially you don't get – I heard it was a bad call late in that game. They called a block or something that shouldn't have been called against the Bills that kind of changed the yeah, overtime. Yeah, I don't exactly but, remember what it was, but – they the Bills because I think the Bills got the ball and they couldn't score and then they they went down and, and kicked a field goal and 
But yeah, they, they they lost it. And I think also too, you've been screaming about this about how the Bills had a weaker schedule and they they hadn't played anybody. They won you know a few games, but they took advantage of an easier schedule. Locked down the five seed. They could have got the one seed, but the Patriots weren't losing. Um, I think it was two or three games in a row. So. They, they, they took advantage, but I mean... And, and this is the time of year straight the schedule comes out. Because you can build a false sense of confidence and, and win games that are kind of close at the end of the regular season that don't mean anything. But when that game is on the line, man, and mm-hmm. it's win or go home, win or wait till or go to the off season, yeah, like it's a different level of pressure. And when you haven't played um, the competition or the schedule like the Bills have played, and it'll be interesting, I think, later in the year, the 49ers got some of those games. Mm-hmm. But I think, And I think they'll beat the Vikings, but I think it'll be interesting to, to kind of see what happens if they do face adversity in that game. Yeah. So um, I don't think the Vikings are good enough at the quarterback position, just being honest, mm-hmm. to, to win that game. Mm-hmm. But I think that will be interesting to see if they do um, give them a scare, whether it's a turnover or you know, a quick strike, something like that, to see how Jimmy G and the 49ers – bounce back because this is the first time we're going to see Jimmy G in one of these really big games. Too. Yeah. Yep. 100%. So, all right. Uh, Titans and the Patriots. I mean, Derrick Henry, uh, I'll just put it out there. Top three back in the league. Um, well, first of all, I'm going to address him as Mr. Derrick Henry <laughs> because I want no parts of that. And I'm a large human. I don't, I don't want to tackle him. Um, but so I'm going to address him as Mr. Henry. Okay. Top three back in the league. Who are we going with if you say that? I mean... He led the league in rushing this year. Yep, he got the title. I mean, if we want to compare, you got you got Le'Veon, which... It's, He's it's, not in the top But, but see, He's here's, the, he, here's the thing for me. When you got a crappy O-line and your team is horrible, Barry you're not going to look that great. Barry Sanders. Oh, my God. That's not going to work for every single... Well, person who else? Talking about top backs. Well, shoot, Aaron Jones had 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 the uh, the Russian title. So you want to throw him in that category? I thought Derrick Henry had the Russian title. I mean, touchdowns. I'm sorry, touchdowns. Oh, so you got him, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey's up there, and then Zeke. Zeke Saquon. Zeke's up there. Saquon is Saquon is up there. I don't see Zeke celebrating at the 50 yard line. Not production wise. Well, (laughs) come on, man. But I think touchdowns can be a sneaky stat. Yeah, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't put. Aaron Jones in there, but I, I agree with Derek. I agree with uh, Christian McCaffrey. I agree with Saquon. Man, I, I hope that the Giants just keep doing dumb stuff. They hired a position coach for a head coach. Mm. Now I hope they find a way to trade or just Saquon leave New York so I don't have to play you twice a year. Please, because I want to be a fan. I really do. Yeah. But I'm not going to be a fan as long as you're in New York. Saquon is a monster, though. I mean, Saquon, Saquon is a monster. And that's what Le'Veon was supposed to be when he decided to up and leave. He was supposed to become a monster, and he didn't. But also, yeah, one thing, too, I think when you're younger, fresh legs, younger legs, Le'Veon's been, what is he, about 27, 28, maybe? So he's been around for a little bit, and I think that he got kind of his money. So he a little complacent. Your team isn't doing that well, so you're not about to sit here and go all out when – you and, mess around and get yourself hurt. I and mean, you were. It looks like you may have been a product of the Pittsburgh Steelers, of of a great quarterback, of a great system, franchise, of a great system. The system was great. That's, that's part of it. Two two great. I even thought I put great as far as Juju at the time. A B Juju. That was a great combination with Le'Veon. I mean, that was well. I mean, Le'Veon held out that year, but yeah, yeah they, they had a good they had a good squad. So. 
But yeah, I'm going to put him at top five. I'm not going to put him at... I won't put him at top three, but definitely top five. And that's one thing. I've been looking at more tape of him. He's not only massive and, and he huge. He runs away from people. He is fast. That's the scariest like, part. He is. You got to you got to you got to risk a concussion every time you try to tackle him cuz you you got to like try to hit him in the mouth. You're not going to tackle yeah. him from the legs down. He's like Saquon in that matter. What's up, he's Pierre? Not, he's not as fast as Saquon. Yeah. Saquon is different. Saquon's like he's not Saquon's not human. He's very different. But Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry is like the predator. You know who he kind of reminds fast. me of, and it's so ironic that he plays for the Titans. Eddie George, not as fast, but Eddie was like that big. But yeah, I don't think Eddie was as hard to tackle as him though. So so yeah, I don't think he's as fast as Eddie George was. Mm-hmm. But I, I, he's just big. He's man. massive. He's, he's huge. Massive. He's massive. So Eddie George was nicer. That is, yeah, that is kind of funny. Yeah, so they, they both play for the same team. So shout out to. Uh, that head coach too beating beating Belichick. Everybody's a nine and overall man. Yeah, <laughs> okay, no, yeah, for real. That is what you create. If you create a running back in Madden, I'll, like I'll, I'll be one hundred. I'll let y'all in on a secret. So obviously, you're not good at Madden. No, come on now. Oh, you you remember when I played you? Yeah, All right. you're not good. Uh, I would always make myself a good six one six two two thirty solid. 99, well, I, I, I do like 97 speed. I wouldn't do 99, but trucking was 92, 93. Oh, man. That's like so the best, question. that's the best feeling in the world to be able to create yourself how you, how you should have been, but the Lord didn't make you like that. But, you know, you saw yourself coming out the womb. You thought you're gonna be a little bit different, but it didn't. It didn't work out that way. I don't way. think anybody's ever seen himself coming out the womb, but but, but I, <laughs> why don't you just put it all? Why do you put speed to 97? Why don't you just click it two more times and put it at 99? Because I want it to be fair. That's not fair. That's fair. Saying. That's fair. I, there's some corners that are faster. There's some, you know. Uh, I don't. I don't. So all your cheating. other attributes that's were cheating. 70, 80. That's cheating. 97 was accurate. No, all your other attributes were 70, 80. Not trucking. I was like 92. Uh, Jukin, 95, stuff like that. But, I mean, that's, you know, yeah. Anyways, uh, also, too, I saw there was something that was on, like, SportsCenter. They were showing Derrick Henry's highlights in high school. And they were saying that he is one of the, like, I'm trying to think of how they worded it. Like, one of the best, like, not explosiveness, but, like, just... One of the, the, the best overall all-around players as far as how he dominated the field. And I thought of Reggie Bush. To see what he did, All he's well-known. I mean, if you don't necessarily... If you know Reggie Bush just from USC and and the Saints, Miami, San Francisco, Detroit, like you... Didn't do justice. At, at, at Helix High School, like Reggie Bush was just... A monster. With- so, so I'll say it like this because oh, I've man. seen those highlights too of Derrick Henry. Yeah, you couldn't tackle Derrick Henry in high school. You got to remember he was the same size. Mm-hmm. But Red, you couldn't touch Reggie in high school like that at all. <laughs> and and I let y'all in on a secret too. I touched him before. Pause. So we were we had to bring people up because we were. I, uh, we it was our first year of varsity. Wait, you guys were playing sevens, seven on sevens. You no tackle, tackle. You touched them. No, this was like 
full on tackle. Like so, everybody knows Steel Canyon started like in '99 and in 2000. Not everybody so. knows. Half these people don't even know what Steel Canyon. That is true. Well, my it's high not, school. It's not the my high school. So, anyways, I'll get through it real quick because we got some more stuff we got to get through. So they had to bring people up because we were playing, uh, you know, Helix. So. I was playing D-line at the time on JV. So I'm... And you're not 6'1", 230? I'm probably my size that I'm at right now. So I'm going up against these big old Samoans that are just ready to, you know, kill me. So Reggie was doing his cutting back and forth and back and forth. I touched him. <laughs> you tackled him, right? That's no. what you're saying? Oh, like you just you literally Gone. touched him. Gone. That was it. But he made a lot of people. If you have a chance... Oh, man. Just gotta, go look at his highlights. Just tapes, man. high school, Reggie Bush high school highlights... It is ridiculous. He was he did things that he was doing at USC against elite Division One level talent his whole year. Yeah, that's fifty five TDs. That was also I did his carries. I know he had I think one game. I think he had over like fifty carries or something like that. So and they was force feeding him the this ball. This is what I'll say to Reggie Bush too. Reggie Bush shared the backfield with two other guys who also yep. ran for over a thousand yards a year. And had a two thousand or three thousand yard passer in Alex Smith. So, yep. so Derrick Henry's numbers are crazy, and I can tell you for sure Reggie's numbers aren't that high. But just watch the tape. Yeah, the film does not lie. He was he was a monster. But 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 we were loaded that year. Helix was crazy. They had like eight or nine guys on the offense go D one. They didn't make it. Probably sense. ten guys on the defense go D one. And the ones who didn't go D one just didn't have grades. They were like at JUCO and D one two years later. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't make any sense. But all right, so now. Looking over to the Patriots, I think that everybody is aware that Tom Brady is an unrestricted free agent, so he can go wherever he wants to go, or he can stay and resign. He already came out and said that he wasn't going to retire. He had a lengthy Instagram post. From what I gathered, he was basically saying, like, I, I do have more to prove coming out of these tunnels. It's been great. It's been this. It's been that. But I still have more to prove. I think he's leaving. I don't want to come out and just say like, "Oh yeah, he's coming." Didn't to I the- say that? I said that last week, I believe. And Probably. You don't agree with me. Probably. So he's. I don't know that he's coming to the Chargers. I don't know what our mission is for what we're going to do forward. If Tom Brady would necessarily fit that, um, but at the same time, we well, do need to sell some tickets. Can so I stop you right there? I don't think that. I stop you right there. Okay, <laughs> so. When Tom Brady, the Tom Brady, mm-hmm. wants to come play for the Los Angeles football chargers, it doesn't matter if he fits what you're doing in the future. No, but I, I, I get what you're saying. However, if we have a vision for we want to go young and stay young and just move in that direction, that's what I'm talking about. Now, however, comma, as you love to say, a good friend Shout brought this Barbara. brought this up to me, and he said, "This is what you guys should do: draft, well, sign Brady, draft, draft Tua, Tua. Mm-hmm. and you let Tua sit for his. We already know he's going to sit one year. Might as well let him sit one more and let Brady play his two years. If he gives us a championship or whatever, goes out on top. Okay, cool. Now Tua takes over." Name me an Alabama quarterback that's playing. No, I get it, and we've talked about this. I I get it. I I'm, I'm just I don't know what direction we want to go. And on, on top of that, there's some good names uh, that could still be there at number six. I don't. I highly doubt we're going to trade up because we don't like to make trades or, or or do anything that's outlandish like that. But 
Also, mm-hmm. this is more about Tua right now for me. Okay. Name me a, a left-handed quarterback. When's the last time a left-handed quarterback started in the NFL outside of Michael Vick? Leftwich. Leftwich wasn't left-handed, was he? Pretty sure he's right-handed. It sounds good. <laughs> I think he was left. Hey, Alexa. Is Brian Leftwich left-handed? Well, Alexa doesn't like you. Sorry. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> Anyways, he might have been. Who was left, left-handed, left-handed, left-handed? I can't think of nobody. No, right don't, now, you have your Steve Youngs. You have your you have your guys like that. There were a few left-handed quarterbacks, but and and this could just be me being weird mm-hmm. and thinking about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the kid's gonna be his top two pick, top five, top first round pick really worthy personally. Um, well, that's just me. I, I thought he should have went back to college. God bless you. Go, good luck in your endeavors. Um, make all the money you can. And good luck to his little brother, who I believe will be starting at Alabama pretty soon. But I just don't like big-time, big-program quarterbacks. I think they become, they're become a product of the system. And playing with better talent than they're playing against, it often lulls you into thinking that they're really, really good. Um, but when my receivers have two more stars than your DBs, and my linebackers have, you know, 50 pounds on your offensive guard and tackle. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's not really a fair evaluation. So, that's why I think you, you see guys like uh, Allen come out of Wyoming. Where he's probably had to really go hard in every single game he played. Or, you know... Eastern Illinois for Garoppolo, my guy Tony Romo. Like, these are schools that aren't necessarily huge programs. Yes, you have your guys who come out of bigger programs, but but I don't even think that, really. I mean, Michigan with Tom Brady, but he was a fifth, yeah, sixth round yeah. So it's like, I, I don't think these top and and I think we've lost the essence of, like, what you're saying and your friend, I do like his idea, let whoever you pick in the top whatever sit behind a veteran. That's what Tom Brady did. That's what Aaron Rodgers did. That's what that's what quarterbacks used to do until they were ready or to the guy in front of them was hurt. Because I put it in addition to that point, when you look at, because you've been high on Josh Allen, and I really like Sam Darnold. And I think they're going to be great, but they probably needed a chance to sit back and learn the game because the NFL is so different and right. you know and, and bringing it back to Reggie Bush like Reggie remember his first game in the league against, I think it was the Phillies on that screen pass when he got hit yeah and, and Reggie and I love Reggie was in a system Darren Sproles was in a great system that fit him and now they were put in systems that made him an every down back which they're not Reggie Bush is not an every down back Darren Sproles is not an every down back so now to see them go into different systems and just see them not work at all granted Reggie Bush did get a thousand yards when he was in Detroit, but I think he got that just a few times, a thousand yards a few times, but still, it's it's certain systems have to work for you, and I feel like sometimes you need to step back as quarterbacks, and even other positions too as well, just to learn the game, because it's so different from college. And quarterback is the hardest position in football. Yes, man. Like it, two, three seconds, you gotta get rid of the ball. And and you have to know what you're looking at in two to three seconds. Because, <laughs> like I say, if you're at Alabama, I don't need two to three seconds to evaluate my play. Judy has already beat his man by the time the shotgun snap is in my hands. Like yeah. he's already open. Yeah, on a slant route. Or... Yeah, I don't. There's not multiple reads in these offenses because you don't have to. And also, too, just going on on a receiver route, he's going one two stutter step, and he's going to fade. You need to. 
have a perfect touch on that ball and college is just it's, it's just not the same so yeah. and and again I he's you know 21 22 year old kid best of luck to you I, I don't wish you any I agree with any you, negativity whatever you know, you but know. go back to college for what two injury prone go go get the check might as well I agree I agree and he's had well, some, he's had well, some I injuries I don't agree, I don't agree with not going back to college. I think he should have went back to college because it, it allows him to prove himself. And for me, him going back to college is for a longer pro career. Now I think he goes back to college or he goes to the league. He gets thrown in a situation, probably not this season coming up, but the next one, mm-hmm. where he's not ready. Yeah. Because now, not only are you not coming from college to the NFL, you're coming from half a season of college and basically two years where you don't play any football Yeah, to grown men and top-ranked defenses you're playing against, depending on where you go. So, I mean... And if you it, think it's hard getting away from D-linemen now, I mean, they're running listen. four fours and four fives. Listen. Compared to just a few of them out there in the league. So... Could you... Like... It's... <laughs> it's crazy, man. I, I just think he... Sh- I, I would... I always say I would rather come back and have my first game tape and, and, and first on-field action against New we- Northwestern State... Louisiana, as opposed to Bill Belichick or one of these guys or the, or the 49ers. Like, that's that's my take on it. But mm-hmm. I'm never yep. going to tell you not to go get your money and take care of your family. Although I, I, don't I mean, he's, he's like had it. left ankle, right ankle, this leg, that leg. He's just... So you don't think that's going to happen in the NFL? Like, it probably will, but the fact... He's going to be sitting out damn near two years to get healthy, whereas he's going to have to... If, if he needs to prove himself, like, yeah, he's walking okay, but... One thing that I, I hope he doesn't try to do is try to go out there and 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 compete on a pro day. Like, you don't need to. You're going to get drafted first five, yeah. six picks anyway. You don't need to. But I'm hoping that he doesn't. However, and if and as far as with Alabama, I just think that he's going to try to rush it and come back too soon. Even if he comes back midseason, he's still not going to be 100%. And you, you're not going to be able to it, – it's, it's different when you're in practice and you got people running at you in pads. But when you got people like Chase Young running after you, well, like, that's what I'm saying. That's now you're you're coming back. Your first time you step on a football field is against people who are paid to take your head off. But it's gonna be two years. He's not coming back. But okay, you now you haven't played football in two years. I don't want a quarterback that hasn't played football in two years. The game is too fast. The game changes too much from NFL from college to the NFL. I don't want I and and I'm I'm glad that the Cowboys aren't in a situation where they have to make a decision like that. But what what also scares me is the fact that he himself said the doctors don't even know they have the no timeline. timeline. They have no timeline to, to this recovery. Yeah. That scares me. Yeah, the NFL has been around for a very long time. They've been, we've been playing football for a very long time. Doctors have seen a lot of injuries, so to have no timeline at all on this injury, I is think scary. just I think because it's because what was it about maybe a month and a half, two months maybe. It's just probably just a little soon, but I don't want. I'm glad that that it is the case because you don't want to necessarily say, oh yeah, I'll be 100 percent right before the pro day. And then I'm gonna go out and, and no, like I just I just feel like it's great that he's staying back in the cut, and even if he is 100, percent nobody knows. So I think that's good by him I and his camp to not try think, to give the media a date. And now they're sitting there waiting for him. Okay, let's see you. See, I don't think that's them saying that because he's healthy and we're trying to hold off. I think that's him saying that because he's really really hurt 
and they could don't be some setbacks. Yeah, and like all it, that stuff. It's, and yeah. I, I it's, I'm it's with a, you. I'm it's with an you. Injury that's I'm very scary. And, and a quarterback with no hips, like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, like literally, you can't you can't do the Dak without no you hips. Can't do the man. Dak with no hips. Dak got strong hips, bro. Nah, that's why he threw for four thousand nine hundred yards. Yeah, how many attempts? All right, uh, less than Philip Rivers. Um, Seahawks and the Eagles, and then we'll get into some of the next week's games, and then we'll get into some NBA action, and then we're out of here. So, um, oh, it's not touchscreen, brother. Oh, I thought that's what you was doing. How you no, smaller? Right. I was trying to see how long. 47 minutes. Yeah. We got this. All right. So, Seahawks and Eagles. I'm going to just jump out here and say, Carlin, he was great. I'm going to send this to him. Carlin likes to deactivate his... Mm. I'm going to call him out, too. Is that what happened? I'm going to call him out. Did he Car- deactivate his, Car- his Carlin, de- Carlin deactivates it. He, he, he said it was like a 2020 thing. He wants to, you know... <laughs> Read, read more books and, and, and do this and do that. And, and trust me, I'm, I'm all with you. My wife got me, you know, we reading some love book together and all that stuff. I'm, I'm with you, Carlin, but... Hey, I'm going to get y'all, my, my, my pastor I like to watch, he's just, he's writing a relationship goals book. He going to give us an envelope? I don't know if he's going to give y'all an Okay, okay. I'm going to try to go up there and give me an envelope. Though. Yeah, for real, for real. So, but yeah, so he, he's just trying to better himself in 2020, which is, I, I think it's amazing. If, if I can give you guys a message for 2020 is... Get your health together. Life is very short, and I think that we don't go to the doctor enough to, to make sure that we're okay. We don't necessarily eat the best. We don't work out enough. We don't. There's a lot of things that could be going on, and we can never know. So to my message is to just get your health in order. My message for 2020 would be don't be an Eagles fan. Oh. <laughs> And great job, Carlin, because oh, if you were trying to, to block too. negativity out of your life, just know, I was searching for your name on Instagram so I could tag you in a post, and I couldn't find you. Yeah, that's what it, so, oh, that's what it was? Yeah, I was searching. <laughs> I had to send it in a text message. So if you're trying to avoid negativity, you did great, because I was bringing negativity, and I love you, but... Oh. thank And thank you again and, to the Eagles who helped us get a new head coach. I don't know if we're going to talk about that. Soon. And this we don't is have to, but and this is what I love about Carlin. Carlin loves to post. If you don't know, Carlin was on the show last week, and he's a big Eagles fan, and he was just talking about you know how, how the Eagles were going to win. win and this and that. And <laughs> I was telling him he asked me about the Chargers, and I was like, hey, injuries. Don't talk to me about injuries and blah 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 blah. Hmm. So <laughs> be brown. So he was. Um, dang, I forgot what I was about to say. But anyways. Oh, he loves to do this. He loves to go and post on his Instagram story and say, did your team win? Yes or no? So now that he doesn't have Instagram, I was going to tag him on it and say, hey, did your team win? Yes or no? But he doesn't have Instagram anymore. But you better believe I will send him this on YouTube and on Apple Podcasts so he will hear this. And I'm going to send it to him on Spotify because we're there too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I will say this. I said last week that I thought that the... Eagles would lose by six, and even if Carson was healthy, I think it would have been more, a more competitive game uh, back and forth. I don't know about too much high scoring, any more than because it, uh, it wasn't really high scoring at all, but I still thought that even with a healthy, healthy Carson, they still lose by six. Carson got hurt in the playoffs? Hit his head, man. Go figure. Concussion. Concussion. So, if you would have told me that the Eagles would be in the playoffs with a backup quarterback, I would never believe it. And what's crazy is week one, he was over on ESPN uh, broadcast doing, you know, breaking down other people. So, 
<sighs> Nick Foles would have came in handy at this point. <laughs> uh, and I like the Eagles. I picked them to win the division. I'm not trying to come for, for Eagles fans or nothing like that, but I am. Carlin came came at us and was, keep that same energy, blah, blah, blah. Okay, you're going to... Can't wait to send this to you. Energy the same. Man, it feels so good to see Marshawn Lynn scoring touchdowns again, man. Burning and churning. and as I watched the top 10 uh, Marshawn Lynch tape of, of his top 10 plays, and it feels good to, to see he him back. He only played 10 plays. No, I'm just saying. I'm sorry. Like and it's, it's whole career. Career. My fault, man. It's like, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two yeah. Games. They, only, they only bring him in for, for goal line packages, but it, it feels good to see him. And I think since we're already – Talking about the Eagles, we can go ahead and look ahead to some of the next games. And as far as with the Eagles, um, I'm sorry. No, they're not playing. <laughs> yeah, next week. the other birds, the Seahawks. They, I, I, like I said earlier, I'm a big Green Bay fan. It's going to be one of the hardest games to pick for me. Um, why are you looking at me like that? I love, I love Rodgers, man. That's that's my guy. So are but you a Rodgers like fan? Or said, a Green Bay fan? Since since my team isn't in. I know that's how fan. I will. I mean, I'm a Rodgers fan, but since he's on the Packers, it is what it is. I got an uncle who every year tells me, he's like the Raiders. I'm picking the Raiders this year. I'm like, uh, it's it's the the Patriots and the the Falcons. He's like, the Raiders gonna win though. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's me. I'm like, I don't want nobody else to win. I I want it to be a tie. You're good. So. Love both of the quarterbacks, and I think we've seen Russ and how you can never count them out. Rodgers, like I said earlier, when things are clicking with them, when everything is going well, Aaron Jones is running the ball well, Rodgers is hitting Adams and hitting Geronimo and hitting some other people, I think that it's it's hard to beat the the, uh, the Packers, especially when they're in Lambeau. But Whenever Russ is down, he always finds a way to come back and win. And Metcalf is going to be a problem these next five years. If he, oh my god! This, and he can't even catch. He just massive. No, but he can't catch. He's but still. <laughs> let, let that chemistry hey. get better. They're going to be a problem. Wait, when he learns how to catch. <laughs> Yo, I love DK Metcalf. I was, oh, I was upset man. that the Cowboys did not take DK Metcalf. Um, a problem. I'm, I'm, but he has he will make like four or five spectacular plays in the game and then have two or three balls where you're like, yo, that just went straight through your hands. Yeah. And let me just say this. This has nothing to do with football. Oh boy. Here we go. No, I'm sick. Why are these guys wearing these damn mouthpieces that look like pacifiers? I like cause you can breathe through them. I I, I used to wear them. No, 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 no. I know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. They actually have... Here, I'm going to show you a picture. Keep talking talk about what you're okay. talking about. Yeah. yeah, I like those... Uh, no, you're not... Don't, don't talk till, about mouthpieces. Yeah. Wait, till, wait, till, wait till I show you before you say you like All it. All right. One, one thing I, I... Another thing that I will say, if, if they can get a consistent run game with Marshawn Lynch and whoever the other running back is, I don't even know who else they have at running back because all their three are on IR. They like, brought back the other guy they have. Yeah, well, no, it was, but he he barely plays. It's the other guy that's getting all the touches. They brought oh, they brought yeah. back to, Tobin to, 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 Tobin or something like Turbin. that. Yeah, whatever his name is. And then they have some other rookie, I think, or they brought him up from the practice squad. So, I mean, if they can get consistent time of possession and control the clock and 
not let Rogers be Rogers. I wonder how cold it's going to be too, because if it's snowing up there, that'll be a factor because it doesn't snow in Seattle, but they're used to playing in crappy weather anyway. So that this this is the game. I um, so these are the ones you're talking. about. I can't wait to see the big mouthpieces that you can still breathe through, right? Yeah. Okay, but they actually have like these oh, hell pacifiers, no. bro. <laughs> They have, and this is what he wears. He wears one like, and it's a lot of guys in the league. It's not just him. Lynch? DK Metcalf. Oh Metcalf. Oh yeah, I couldn't. It's pro. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so we're going. Who Shout do you- out to Battle though, the company makes it. I know they make a lot of sports gear. That's pretty dope. But okay. that I do not agree with. Sorry guys. So I'm gonna. Although I I'd love to have Green Bay move on and and make it to Championship Sunday. I got. I got. Greg, I, shout out to Greg. Grego, he you, made you, it. Your top fan badge is still here. I got. I got. I got the Seahawks by three. Going into Lambo. Um, I'm also taking the Seahawks for personal reasons. You know, we just got a, a coach from Green Bay, mm-hmm. and a lot of these Green Bay fans are saying, "Oh, you guys can have them. We didn't want them no more." Which maybe you didn't. But I'm glad he's with us. And he admitted today that Dez caught it, and it was a great catch. So I'm going the Seahawks. Okay. Forget cool. Green Bay for today. All right, Minnesota at the Niners. If Minnesota can play like they did last week, they'll win. I don't think that's enough. But yeah, I mean, even, but even still, like with that front seven, if when they're clicking, and you if you get Kittle, if they can get Kittle under like 70 yards and and no touchdowns. They'll win, but if Kittle's on like he always is, and even still now, if Kittle's not on, you got Samuel, you got Sanders, you got Breida, Coleman. I mean, they got the they got two. Running, got, the, and the third running back that I can't think of right now has been having the best games the last few weeks. Um, the third, he started the year as a third string quarterback, our running back. I forgot his name, but he's been balling. I don't, I don't, I think the 49ers are too much. I think this is a little too big for Kirk Cousins on the road. Yeah. Yeah, I got, I got, I got them winning by. And, I'm gonna say five. And Cook isn't gonna have the game he had against the Saints. It's not against that front seven. Like, like I told, like I told his brother, I said the Saint, or the not the Saints, the Niners can make it to the a- NFC Championship if they get the one. They got the one, so I got them going there. I agree. Um, then I think you see Seahawks 49ers, and I think Seahawks win the the trilogy. Mm. The thriller Ooh. in Manila. We're not, we're not there yet. No, but it's, it'll be the third time they play, yeah. and I'm just shouting it out early. Um, Titans at the Ravens. Mark Ingram, he didn't practice. I still don't think he practiced today. Um, that calf injury was it was probably a little worse than what it was. If Mark Ingram is 100% healthy, they they win this game. I don't want to say easy, but they'll, they'll definitely get the W. Um, just all around, I think that the, the Ravens are just too much. And now that they have rest, Lamar has two weeks of rest. Ingram's going to have some rest. I think it's just too much Ravens. Well, I think the biggest problem is going to be the fact that that defense has sat back and watched now for a week. Everybody praised Derrick Henry in the game he had against the Patriots and their Mm -hmm. defense. Um, So I think they've been... Their coaches in that locker room have probably been telling them for the past week or for a week up into the game that he, this guy will not beat us. Mm-hmm. If Tannehill has to go beat Baltimore, 
I don't think it happens. I'm going Baltimore. Big trust. Exactly. Woo, woo. Woo. All right. Casey? So, like I said before earlier in the show, I always pick the Texans to lose first round, second round. They just never get over the hump. The Texans will beat the Kansas City Chiefs in an upset. They already beat them in week four in Kansas City. Good weather. Not what they're going to be in this week. Yeah, true. It's, it's going to be probably... Hey, Alexa, what's the weather like in Kansas City? Let's see if she likes me. Hey, Alexa, see it's not what's the weather like in Kansas City on Saturday? On Saturday, January 11th in Kansas City, Missouri, there will be cloudy skies with a high of 25 degrees Fahrenheit and a low of 11 degrees. Mm. Wait, they do play on Sunday, right? But the good thing, uh, Saturday? they play Oh, they play Sunday, so it'll be 30, okay, 30 degrees. And then it's going to be... Yeah, so it's not going to be that bad. They are used to playing in the dome, though. So, but I, but I, I still got them. I still got them in the upset. It, it's cold. I still got them in the upset. I think that KC's defense is not that good. Like they they give up a lot of points. Even neither is the Texans. I understand that, but I trust at this point. And it's probably because I'm a hater, and I don't care. I don't like the Chiefs. There we go. Now we got some honesty on this podcast. I, don't like I can't be the only one being honest about I, my hatred for my division opponents. I trust Deshaun more than I trust Mahomes, MVP or not. I trust a national champion more than a Texas Tech reject. <laughs> like you see that. what I did there? Yeah. I don't feel that way, Pat. That's um, too late. But I'm gonna cut it off right there. <laughs> so that part of this message was brought to you by that Marlon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will tastefully disagree. Although I do think that um, the Texans have the best receiver in the game, and probably the best skill position player in the game, in Mr. Hopkins. Um, I feel like Tyreek Hill, Kelsey. Uh, Watkins, what's the other receiver? Hardman, I just that's a lot, man. Then you got Shady in the background, backfield. You got Williams in the backfield. Come on, you, Mister Williams. It's mm-hmm. tough. It's tough. I got KC winning that one at home, um, especially if they get any type of what's it called precipitation, mm-hmm. rain or mm-hmm. rain, sleet or snow. Yep. I think it slides even more Kansas City's way, um, and they rest of the week. Texas got away with one they probably shouldn't have won. I think it catches up with them this week. All right, and then the last game, we know that's it. That's it. That's all the games. So say the Cowboys got a game. Yeah, no. Speaking of the Cowboys, Mike McCarthy, you guys just got him. I've always said I thought that was a good fit. We were out talking to a few buddies, and and I like him mainly because he coached one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. But and also the championship that he won was ironically in Jerry World. Um, I like him. I think he's a good fit. He is very relaxed, so I think he's gonna have to get a a hold of Zeke. I think Zeke has kind of calmed down a little bit with his craziness, if you will. He hadn't punched anybody recently. He hadn't, you know, done any of all the. All right, all right, you know, all right. He he hasn't. There's been there's been a lot. There's a whole list of of Zeke stuff. So he hadn't. He's been good this year since he came back from Cabo. He hadn't played his best. Year he was hasn't got the ball. That's what I like about 
the higher but he's given the ball. This is one thing that's going to be interesting, and I don't want to spend too much time on this because, I mean, we got other things to touch on. But Nothing more important than the Dallas football Cowboys. Oh my God. Nobody says that. Dallas football Cowboys, nobody says that. It's New York football Giants, and you know that. <laughs> you, you know I've been doing that all podcast, though, on purpose because I want to bring light to the fact that they hired a wide receivers coach for their head coach. But anyway, keep going. Yeah, this is going to be horrible. Um. He was. He never gave the ball to. He was never like a a, a running. It was always a passing uh, a offense. Is, is Mike McCarthy in Green Bay? So I'm just. And I know he's gonna. You got one of the top two, three running backs in the league. So I know he'll find a way to incorporate Zeke in the offense. Um, he is keeping uh, Kellen Moore. He likes him. So hopefully, uh, you guys can get find a way to gel that together. But. I mean, I like it. And also, too, you guys are bringing the, the Saints D, D, defensive coordinator? Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, I, so I, I like the move. I'll, I'll say this. Yes, they ran, they threw the ball a lot more in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. He never had a Zeke mm-hmm. type of running back in Green Bay. And he had Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Yeah. So now he has Ezekiel Elliott and a guy that's not Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. right? So I think Mike McCarthy is good enough, a good enough coach, and and I agree. Jerry's allowing him to bring in his own staff, which is a huge deal, mm-hmm. huge. The fact that he's getting that freedom, I love it. Also, the fact that Mike McCarthy, after he lost his job, put together his oh. own coaching staff. Oh boy, there he is. Oh well, let me go. He put, he put together his own coaching staff, and every week they would get together, break down film. They would game mm-hmm. plan, and then also they would, um, they would like prepare, call plays, everything as if preparing for a, a football game, mm-hmm. just so that they stayed relevant and up to date with the league. I yeah. think that's amazing, considering he had only been out of the league for a year. To have that kind of insight to go do that, they call it the Mike McCarthy Project. I think that was super dope, and when I saw that, it made me even happier about the hire. Yeah, because. Obviously, you got a Super Bowl winning coach. You got a guy who's worked with um, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre. Like that, that's the kind of mentorship I think uh, Dak needs. Mm-hmm. So, and and Dak is that's one thing too. Are you guys gonna franchise him? You gonna, you gonna pay him? You gonna pay Amari? Like there, I think this is a great first step for you guys. But if you look at the whole, I mean, I think you got you you have the and then is Witten gone? You guys gonna need gonna draft a tight end. Who's your backup? Oh, Higby, Higby, Higby. He's not the Rams. What is his name? I forgot his name, but he's he's Greg knows his name. Uh, he been he's been more productive than Witten. Witten got touchdown, but I know you. Well, I know. I know. That's you, three yards. I know. Yeah, it's not yeah. <laughs> third and three. Yeah. Um, um, but I'll say this: the one thing in this whole coaching hire that I don't like, and uh, D. Kinda alluded to it earlier. Swain is there Swain is one, well, but there's another one too. We got two tight ends um, outside of uh, Witten. But if I have a feeling we're going to lose um, the brother, Chris Richard, Richard, or yeah. Richard or Richard, mm-hmm. I think the only way we kept him is if we made him assistant head coach, assistant to the head coach. Which they hired one of Mike McCarthy's boys in that position, the guy who was with them in Green Bay. I think since we already had a defensive coordinator and Rashard's not going to get that, if we would have gave him that title, he would have stayed around. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
I don't, I don't think we keep him with us just being kind of secondary coach. Side note, I thought it was funny. Greg actually posted this in the group chat. I think it was Greg, but it was funny. You have Mike McCarthy and Jerry and Steven, and then you got Garrett in the background of the picture. So is he staying around? Did they say they were going to make a position? I know they're moving on from him, but... Garrett? Is, yeah. Is there any word of... They were trying to keep him around, but, I mean, they're giving him the opportunity to go spread his mm-hmm. wings. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I think Rashard is gone, too. But, yeah, they were trying to... And, and they had a good relationship, man. They, they've been together for 10 years. Like that's not, and, and, and beyond that, he played, for, he played for the organization. He was a backup quarterback. So, they have a good relationship. And they were trying to keep him on. I heard in, like, a... Uh, almost a GM player... player manager kind of role mm-hmm. but I mean he wants to be a coach and, I, and I'm not mad at him for that Yeah, I thought it was hilarious that he would go be an assistant for the Giants though behind a guy who was coaching wide receivers last year I just think that, especially, and too, I think the relationship that, That's was, the worst part of the Patriots is their receiving group. Especially this year, yeah. This is the only year he's been the receiver coach. <laughs> mm. anyway, anyway, Kellen Moore is going to stay, yeah. He's going to stay on his OC, yep. Yeah. I think. Do you think he would have brought, if he had his choice, you think he would have brought over somebody of his choice? No, it was it was his choice. He liked him. That's why yeah. they're keeping him. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how the play calling responsibilities will go. I don't know if Kellen Moore will get full play calling responsibilities. And I, he's 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 a young guy still. Kellen Moore. He's a young coach. I don't know if. Yeah. I don't know if he should be calling the plays or if Mike McCarthy should be. I don't know. We'll because see. Because maybe they'll work together. Out. But I will say everybody was crazy about him in the beginning of the season and went, "Oh yeah," because I think you guys are three and zero. Oh, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, and everybody, oh Kellen Moore, this and that, and blah blah blah. He's doing so good, so. Um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But like I said before, and then we'll move on. Like I like, I like McCarthy. He's, I think he's, um, he knows how to handle a lot of talent as he did with. He's finally back, reconnected. Oh, oh here's the thing too. Cobb was a one year deal, wasn't it? Cobb, yeah. got to resign. Cobb, Jarwin, Ooh. Blake Jarwin is the other tight end that I was talking about. There you go, Greg. Um, so Cobb, Cobb is gone. Cooper doesn't have a contract. Hold on, hold on. And hold on. Uh, Cobb, Cobb is not gone. Remember, Cobb played for McCarthy in Green Bay, too. Yeah, but you got to bring him back. Yeah, but he, he's not an expensive guy at this point in his career. Because he only got five mil last yes. year. I remember when you're that should million. That shouldn't be a problem to bring him back. The problem is going to be with Dak and Cooper. Cooper. I mean, you got to give Dak money. You got to pay the quarterback. You think he's getting a franchise tag? We've talked about this all year. I don't think he's getting a franchise tag. I think you pay him now before. Before the end of the season, before uh, Mahomes gets his money, you pay him now for two hundred. Because Mahomes getting paid, like you can't. It's, it's going to be a two hundred easy coming to him. So, yeah, man, we'll see. So it should be a a great off season. And then the Browns job is still available, and I think everybody's thinking that McDaniel should get that one. So, oh, the right assistant from the Patriots. Yeah. The one that was actually a coordinator. But that's the thing. Job. He could have left for years, and I think he... He rode the wave. He did a good job. Yeah, definitely. But he I think now... But now knowing that you... And I mean, I'm not saying that Joe Judge was a, a a pivotal piece in the coaching staff, but now that's either he's gone, and then Brady's up in the air, I think as... That's we, the key. I think Brady. I think that McDaniels, you, you kind of have to just say, you know what? This is looking like this dynasty is finally falling apart after... How many Super Bowl rings? So it's like, might as well. And, and that's the thing. He has a good squad. I mean, you picked him to win the division 
last year. So you got you still have a, a decent young quarterback who, if if you work with him a little bit, he can grow into being. Listen, if Josh McDaniels goes to the Browns, that offense is going to look completely different mm-hmm. next year. We've seen what he's done with guys literally off the street. Yeah. Granted, he had Tom Brady, and that helps. Yeah. But some of this stuff is just schemes, like those little pick plays they run in New England, like yeah. just getting the ball Anything. in these guys' hands. Like, okay, you got the ball into number 17's hands, yeah. or number 15 in New England, right? Yeah. Now that's Hogan. Jarvis Landry. Yeah. Now that's Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. Who was the backup tight end for them this year that took over for Gronk? We don't know. Who knows? Now but, it's Nkongu. Nkongu. joke. Whatever. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, and, they have. And then if they bring Kareem Hunt back, you got Nick Chubb. You have. You've seen what he likes to do with multiple running backs. Oh, man, that's going to be. It's crazy. And now you're incorporating them, which I think they did a good job of with Chubb, is getting him involved in the passing game. Um, Pay Cooper, not. Yeah. I, I think I think that's tough. Mm, and, that's, and, but, it, but you know he's going to ask for money like that. But, and, but the way our defense played, granted, they didn't play terrible. But wow! And then Ali says, "Franchise Dak." I feel like he had if if he would have made the playoffs and won a game or two, I feel like a good thing and a bad thing would have happened. He would have he would have got his money, and Garrett would have been still there clapping yeah. away. I think you pay. I think you pay Cooper just because of what he does to your offense. Unless you can go get somebody else. I I don't know. I think you got. I think you got to spend money in this league to win. Unless you're the the Patriots, and we're not them yet. Yeah, yeah. So I think you gotta spend money to. I think you. I think you try to keep as many players on defense as you can at a discount. I think you make a trade for some draft picks and go out and get um, the safety from the Jets, Adams. Um, mm-hmm. And I think you put it together with that young linebacking core. They're gonna probably switch to a three four defense to try to bring some more pressure and switch some things up. That'll give um, Vander Esch. Smith and Lee a chance to play all at the same time. Is, is Vendors healthy? Because he was out he will for. Be. I mean, next year. He will be. Okay, he I like play, him. He didn't play like the second. He missed oh! a. He missed a Whatever lot of tackles. I like this him. Year. He missed li- a lot of tackles this year. Yeah. Last year was he didn't it his neck tackles. or? That's what ended up getting him sitting him out. Was I like I like him. He's good. He's good. So I, I was mad as hell at him this year. The way he played his rookie year, I loved it. But he missed yeah. a lot of tackles this year. So, yeah, so we'll see what the Browns do. I think they're going to be talking to McDaniels pretty soon. Um, they say it's him or Urban Meyer, two, two Ohio I guys. I don't think Urban wants that. Urban is That's too much smoke. Urban's comfortable. That ain't, that, ain't, that ain't good for Urban's health. And I think when you're comfortable, when you're talking about the the, the sports and, and broadcasting and, and on these sets, I think you're, you're, you're comfortable. You get to spend time with your family. You're not traveling that as much. Like, you're good. Your, your life is comfortable at that point. I mean... And your name will always kind of get thrown around for these positions. It's just like, um, what's his name that we thought, uh, Old Stiller's coach. Uh, not Tomlin, but before him. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, when he was, when everybody was trying to say, oh yeah, he's going to come back. A, a coward. No, not, is that coward? Bill Coward. Yeah, coward, yeah. And everybody's saying he was coming. He's comfortable. He's good. He's chilling. So I think that's where... Urban Meyer would have jumped out of his bed to be the Dallas Cowboys football coach. But it's a lot... In Cleveland, you're, you're mm-hmm. going to a, you're going to a city who you're going to a team who's never won. You're going to an organization that's not very stable. Yeah. You, you got a whole bunch of personalities, a lot of talent, but a whole bunch of personalities. Yeah, 
I don't know if the reason he, he they say he left Ohio State was health reasons. I don't know if that's the situation you jump back into if those are re- if you really have those kind of health exactly. issues. Exactly. Yeah, so. Ur- Urban's Urban's getting up there in age and, and it's it's stressful. And especially if you're under if you're winning two, three games out of, you know, nine, ten games, I mean, it, it, it's stressful. You know, you don't want to. No, if you go the, if you go two and seven, you're going to get fired anyway. So. You don't want to be that coach that gets gets fired. But yeah, we'll see. Um, all right, so we'll get into some NBA, and then we're out of here. We'll just go through a few topics. Uh, AD, we saw what happened to his back. He's uh, a report came out and said he wasn't going to travel, and he's going to travel with the team for these two road games against. Uh, it's going to be here in Dallas, and then I think he's going to go. I don't know where the other game is, but um, but his, another two series, so he's going to travel. We going so. out? Hmm. We going out? You go. You go. You going out of town? Oh yeah. You said he was going to be here. I thought we was linking up again. Nah, because because uh, I'm coming out this time. No, he not. I got on Isaiah about that too. Um, so it's nothing serious. So he should be all right. Mellow's out here hitting game winners again. It we feels amazing. To, we man. try to tell y'all, Mellow need to be in this oh, league. Oh man, it's it's. We, we all know he's not the Melo of old, but there was a stat that came out that I saw. Melo has hit more game winners since 03 and 04 than Kobe and LeBron. Melo. All right. Kyrie is still not back. Can I, can I say something else about Melo? Go for it. Teams need to look at this and reevaluate Jamal Crawford not being in the league. Need to reevaluate J.R. Smith not being in the league. That's all I'll say back to you. Yeah. Especially, too, now they got they got rest. You know they're still working out. JR's probably smoking more, but, you know, they're Who's still... Who's doing that anyway? Yeah. Allegedly. I, <laughs> allegedly. That's, allegedly. That's why he didn't know which way to go. No, that was Hennessy. That wasn't weed. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, just kidding, JK. So, Kyrie is... Uh, all right, Grego. We'll see you, man. Kyrie is still not back. His shoulder is still not 100%. We all know he's sitting waiting for KD to come back. I guarantee you if KD was right there, he'd be right back playing and he'd be fine. So now he's coming out and saying that, oh, I don't know if I need surgery or whatever. I'm still trying to work with the doctors to see it's not feeling better. Blah, 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 blah. You just don't want to play. You're just like Steph Curry. Steph don't want to come back because his team is trash. That's all I was going to say on the topic. It's just like the Warriors right now. They, yeah. They're not. There's no for what? What are we coming back for? Yeah. The Warriors are in the pot in the in the runnings right now for the number one pick. Mm-hmm. Why in the world would I bring those guys back to be yeah. a nine or eight seed? Doesn't make any sense. When they could go out and get go get uh, Wiseman from Memphis, go get nah. the kid from Georgia who's looking like a nah. monster, or go nah. get Lamelo Ball. Yeah. But you know, why do you need Lamelo Ball in that in that team? Because they're gonna trade D'Lo for Ben Simmons. Get mellow. We're we gonna see. We're gonna see. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I would love to see Ben Simmons play with Clay Thompson and. Kyle I, I, it makes sense yeah. to me. It makes sense to me that you trade trade D'Lo, get him out of there. But it doesn't make sense for the Sixers. But also, yeah, I know. But also too, but no, because Sixers would get um, uh, Looney his name, and then they get a pick. So, I mean, you never know. We talking about we talking about Looney. We talking about Looney. That's that's probably we would if if a package were to be sent. That's probably would be in the package. But has Looney anyways. even been playing or is he hurt too? He doesn't think he's been playing here and there. 
You know, they, they be in and out the lineups. They play when they want to play. Steve Kerr out there getting injected. They don't care. Or Yo, the funniest thing I saw was the announcer say, the Steve Kerr deserved to get kicked out of the game. But what would have been better is if they made him stay and watch the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah. He, he said, wanted to get kicked out. He said, he said he was in a game coaching one time. And the ref, he was literally trying to get kicked out of yeah. the game. And the ref told him, um, if I have to stay and watch this crap, so do you. Yeah. <laughs> and he wouldn't kick him out of the game. It was the funniest thing I've ever heard. That's and I funny. love it because that's probably what, I mean, he, he hasn't seen this bad of basketball in a long time. Oh, yeah. Ever. Even, has he seen it on the Bulls? No. Yeah, no, nothing this bad. So, all right, um, Zion is back. I know you're not going to like this. He's back doing five-on-five practices. So, there, it seems like it could be, here it is, January. All-Star break is in about a month. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to push him out there after All-Star break on a, a restricted minutes. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise point, me. At this point, it wouldn't surprise me either. But, again, I asked the question, for what? I hear you. No, I hear you. For what right. doesn't doesn't do anything? Basketball, football, and basketball are two very different yeah. different games, right? He can play. He can play. He can practice. He can do all these five on five drills, and it, it won't necessarily be game speed, but it'll be game like reps, mm-hmm. right? So he's evaluating defenses. He's he's going through the motions, going through the plays, things that you can't really do in football, mm-hmm. and get touched, and get contacted, and and be explosive without. Exposing himself to real danger. Mm-hmm. Granted, guys still get hurt in practice. I understand that, but for what? What does it do for your team or for your franchise to have him play this year? Mm-hmm. I all it does, all it does at this because, point is put miles on him. And and they're in second and last place, so it's not like they're really going to get anywhere. So, no, okay, even if okay, he a big spark. And you guys get to the nine play nine seed for what? Yeah. Okay, you guys make it to the to the eight and then, seed. And then you got to play LeBron. I think I, yeah, like what <laughs> for what? Like what's the point? Yeah, it, and I understand if if the point is some. It, there's no point. I don't understand. Yeah, but again, that's why you're the New Orleans Pelicans. Exactly, exactly. Um, Dwight actually was on a. I don't know what the terminology of on the contract, but he's now he's guaranteed. Now his contract is fully guaranteed, so he's been like Melo. Yeah, well, Melo's was like in a week or two. Or probably like in a month, he his contract is guaranteed. But now mm-hmm. Dwight's finally guaranteed. He's played a a great role with the team. And who said who was right? Yeah, who, yeah. you, who you said it was a good pickup. You called it. I I said I said he looked good. But you guys were so tied to your previous as Laker fans. You were tied to the previous experience he had with with Dwight, and you didn't want. I back. said it can go only way it can go is up from here. That's what I said. But yeah. And my whole point in the whole Dwight signing was you're not asking the same thing out of him Mm-mm. as you were Mm-mm. the first time. At all. He 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 was he AD him. to Kobe's LeBron back mm-hmm. then. Yep. Now we're just asking you to be a role player. We're just yep. asking you to block shots and rebound. Yep. That's it. That's all we need. You'll get dunks just because you're playing with two of the best players in the world. Yeah. But all we want you to do is block shots and rebound. Speaking play of defense and rebound. Speaking of Kuzma or speaking of the Lakers. Kuzma, I I hate to see him go, but it seems like he probably will be moved. You know LeBron, and um, if you think this isn't LeBron doing his magic, you're crazy. Um, we all saw what happened or heard what happened with LeBron and 
Kuzma's trainer, how he said some stuff about LeBron, and now they're shopping for him. So one thing that I heard that they're looking at. This should go get B.I. back. No. Um, Scoring the ball. That's what you guys need. And uh, Palenka actually initiated talks with the Kings. And they said if you. For who? uh, Bogdan. I like him. He averaged about 15 and. That'll be a terrible pick. And like six. A terrible trade. Ish. The problem well, is, and, and and maybe it does have something to do with Le, with his training on LeBron. I don't know. Probably it very, it is. very could, very could well be. But my thing is, I don't think he's adjusted to that role of being the third guy as well as he could have. He comes in and is literally get it up. Yeah, because when you come in, LeBron is either going out or AD is going out, or it's very rare that they'll have unless it's like the fourth quarter or whatever. But it's very rare. Like you're you're with that second unit with the Rondo and Javel. You're with or or Dwight or whoever. Like, and know. I think I think he hasn't done a good job of asserting himself in that second group. And I also think that second group hasn't done a good job, and, and that's that's on the coaching staff yeah. of getting him going. Like he should be. He should be the Lou Williams of that team as far as just coming yeah. in and getting buckets. That's what he should be. Now, he's had some games. Of course. He, but he he's score. not. He's, he's, he's a guy giving he's us talent. Su- if, if he's learned anything from Kobe, you, you keep shooting that thing. And I, I just feel like he's sometimes he's very, very passive and he's not as aggressive as he should be. But I feel like we do have this. I mean, hell, this has been the talent, most talented team we've had in four or five years, maybe, give or take. So That's it. Yeah, it's it's probably been longer than that. I don't know. We've had yeah, we twenty twenty after the championship that we won. That was ten years ago. Yes, it's so. been pretty rough. Kobe's been, and this is arguably a more talented team than what you won championships with. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. AD is the top yeah. five player in the league. Yeah, yeah. So I just felt like he's he might just maybe want to get everybody involved. That that's my biggest guess, but. Uh, he'll probably and, be gone in, in a and few. to me that's to me that's part of the problem with the coaching staff is part of a good team is understanding your role mm-hmm. your role is to come in and score the basketball with this yeah. team now, got now, in, the, now in the fourth Some quarter thing. when you're on the floor with with LeBron and AD both okay now your role is to spread the floor pick your pick your points to attack yeah I don't need you to be as aggressive as you are when it's you and Dwight and Rondo, no. Exactly. Now I need you to play off of LeBron, mm-hmm. pick your shots, knock down the open shot, attack when it's swung to you, that type of thing. Yeah. But if you're not in the game with those two guys, I need you to go. Yeah. I need you. I need you to try to push our lead from from seven to twelve. And and also one thing that he has to to realize is most likely the the first slash second best players are not guarding you. Exactly. So That's... you have. A lot. You, you just gotta attack, you know. And I think now he knows that his name has been thrown around in trade rumors, so he's probably gonna try to ball out um, and, and hope that, or he can purposely do bad if he wants to to not get traded. But um, and did you see that clip of whenever they played the Pelicans and he went to go shake Lonzo's hand and Lonzo didn't want nothing to do with him? 
I would have. Yeah, known. but I think they're good friends. I think that was kind of playful because because okay. I saw another clip with them kind of joking around. But they also just beat the Pelicans too, so he was talking some trash. Probably. Like, so, yeah. yeah, I would love to um, have heard heard what that was about. But but my my thing is, and that you make a great point, and that's one of Lou Williams' things is I know I could be a starter. I know I should be a starter. Yeah, but I'm getting less minutes on my body, less miles and buckets, more attempts. And I'm playing against backups, guys that I'm clearly yeah. better than. Yeah, that's like okay. And I think a lot of and people. And I'm playing in the fourth quarter. And I think a lot of people, and I think this is why a lot of teams were turned off by Melo was, oh, I got to come off the bench, and you know, blah 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 blah. That can be a great thing for you because, like, like you said, like you're playing with playing with backups. Like yeah. it's not like you're sitting there the best player, like a Kawhi or a Paul George or. You know, some of the best defenders in the league is guarding you. So sometimes you just got to take advantage of that. I think I think in Melo's situation, because Melo's a starter. Melo's starting right now for Portland, exactly. but which he should be. But I think in Lou Will's situation, compared to a Melo, is a little bit different because Lou Will's a lead guard, so he can bring the ball up. He'll have the ball in his hand all Mello, the time. Melo, that's not Melo. As a backup wing, yes, I'm playing against backups, but I'm also playing with backups. Mm-hmm. Mello wasn't Mello wasn't playing on teams that had a um, Rondo coming in off the bench mm-hmm. to to run yeah. with him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So so it's it's a lot of different layers to it. Um, it's a lot of different aspects you got to look at it from. Uh, but I mean, it's working out for Mello. I'm glad he's where he is. Um, Hitting game winners. Uh, yeah, they just not winning enough games. That's the problem. They'll slowly um, inch up to the eight. Hopefully, they get the seven and avoid the Lakers. But I mean, we have it's not even. Why well, play them? Nah. You don't want they, Dame they, waving bye bye in LA. He won't. Come on now. I want to see. I want to see Wade in the playoffs. All right. So speaking, and not I see Wade. Wade. You want to see Wade in the Gatorade commercial with his wife? Yeah, no. that's about it. <laughs> Gatorade Zero. Our, um, our, on the sideline of Sierra Canyon's game. Speaking of, yeah. Speaking of Wade, they are doing a three day ceremony for him to retire his jersey. Man, I mean, it's it's late February. I'll be watching every single game. Hopefully, they're televised. If not, I'll be over here to. Watch him on a game pass, but um, yeah, man, what Wade's meant to the city of Miami and even Chicago because he's from there. I mean, he's uh, I've I've said this before: top three shooting guard in the league or in history, history, history league. So, well, I'll say this: if D Wade gets three days, Chicago needs to come back and do like a two month tribute to Jordan. Jordan, like oh, I don't care yeah. his numbers already retired. Come back, give him two weeks. Kobe's getting at least four months. So. No, no, Kobe had a whole season. <laughs> Kobe has a date, eight twenty-four. Kobe has a whole date. Um, all right, we're running celebrated through. in Denver, in Colorado. All right, so we're running through these real quick. Oh, we can talk um, about Zeke, what he do, but he can't talk about Kobe. That was okay. like that was like thirty years well, ago. Well, about four years ago for Zeke. All right, Lakers and the Clippers—they've both been trying to get uh, Marcus Morris in a trade. I like it. Knicks don't look like they're trying to move him. They say they have no desire. Um, I'll ask you this. What's, why, go ahead. Why not go after the other brother then? They're literally the same person. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that, but the Knicks, Knicks aren't trying to move them. Knicks ain't trying to work no deals with nobody. Which, Knicks are jerks. Yeah. They, they, they know what they're doing. Everybody they in know. the state of New York is bad at decision making outside of the New York Yankees. Yeah. All right. So what do you think is more likely to happen? The Warriors somehow get a monster trade and get Giannis? Or... You see D'Lo and Ben swap. Ben Simmons. Well, I'm going to throw a wrench in that scenario. I don't think it's a monster trade for Giannis. 
I think Giannis could go there in free agency. They're not trading him away. Mm-hmm. That would be ridiculous. This is the biggest thing. Well, when is his contract up? Is it twenty? It's two years, I think. Yeah, I don't think it's up this year. Yeah, but I'm just saying that to see. me, that would be more likely to happen because as Milwaukee in that small market, mm-hmm. you don't trade away the the biggest thing since that Oscar Robertson. Had. Yeah. Well, there's, yeah, well, there's, know, there's yeah. a guy named yeah. The big old, Tri- triple double, Mister Triple Double. Yeah, that's. But in modern era, yeah, most a lot of people don't don't even know where Oscar Robertson plays. So that's. Mm-hmm. But. Twenty twenty one is a free agent. Yeah, I, I see so, that happening before I see him getting traded. But I mean, it's possible. Also, to AD, he turned <laughs> down his uh, extension offer, which I think it's smart because you're gonna get. You can get that shouldn't that shouldn't be surprising. Rich Paul is his agent. We've been seeing LeBron mean, do this. And for everybody's past like, "Oh, he's leaving. He's, he's not going nowhere. Come on now." We, like I said, Rich Paul's his agent. Yeah, LeBron's best friend, and we LeBron is the one who started that whole trend. So it shouldn't yeah. be surprising. Yeah, that's pretty much about it. D Rose, uh, he's going to be in the skills competition for All Star Weekend, which I think <laughs> is dope. It's in Chicago, so that's going to be good. Hmm? What's that? What's that? D Rose, Derrick Rose, and the Young Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw Dwight's gonna try to get in the slam dunk contest, but you said that no, he seemed like he out, shut it down. Yeah, he came out and said yeah. that that's not true. I mean, the way he's been jumping this year, I wouldn't be surprised. It's not like when he won it, he did like some crazy dunks. He just jumped really high. Yeah, that's and him and Nate Robinson. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, and then Joe Johnson, he said he's ready to get back into the league. Joe Johnson's another guy that can really help out a team yeah. like Portland. Portland. Also, too, and they said they're they're kind of – I don't think they're trying to get Kevin Love anymore. So, I thought that at one point it would have been a good fit, but you have – you don't need – although he's he can be a shooter, he's not the Minnesota Kevin Love. If you got Minnesota Kevin Love, okay, let's talk. But he's just an aging – he, I don't want to say he's on Paul Gasol's level, but... Yeah, I feel bad for Kevin Love. You know? Did you see what he did the other day? Whatever. He's, you could just see the... It was like the shot clock was running down, and he ran to the top of the key and yelled at the point guard to give him the ball. And he just, like, I duking the ball to the wing <laughs> the other side and, like, just walked off the court, like, basically. Yeah. And then told... Told the the GM, yelled at the GM, find me. I got plenty of money, and yeah, it it was bad. But he, I mean, he's frustrated. He came out and apologized for it, but I feel bad for him. Cleveland is a tough place to be right now. Um, Tristan Thompson just got dunked on some crazy yesterday <laughs> by a rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, he needs to stay out of the nightclub. What is he like? Nineteen? The rookie? Oh, I thought you were talking about Tristan Thompson's girlfriend. Ooh. Um, Ouch. yeah, I think he's like nineteen. One of those gotta, kids from Africa or something. I got to give a quick shout out to my daughter. She just used a potty. She's potty training. Hi, baby. Daddy, see you in a minute. Yay. And he go potty. <laughs> Daddy, <laughs> Daddy duties. <laughs> All right. It's the same guy who talked about me when I answered my FaceTime. Yeah, because I'm trying to have a conversation with you. And you over here doing all this nonsense. I'm over here just doing a quick shout out. Bam, I'm back. She doesn't even watch the show. Uh, yeah, she just texted me. And why, don't, why don't you watch? Why doesn't she watch the show? Annie, Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. Annie, uh, Annie's mama. <laughs> Ooh. I'm just kidding. He Ooh. told me to say that. I, hey, don't be putting that on me. <laughs> she about to get you. Uh, and then also too, the the last thing I think is going to be super dope: the three point contest. Trey Young, Trey Young, 
and Luca are going to be in there. So amongst some other people, but I think that's pretty dope. I think it's whack. Where's Steph at? Where's Where's Seth at? Seth could be in there, but you know Steph ain't playing. Clay could play. You know Clay is damn near one hundred percent right now. So. Yo, yo, Clay, Clay has been fine since like I know since <laughs> since three months ago. He's good, and I guarantee you, right now they both just they oh got a year off. She's watching. She is watching. <laughs> nice. Yeah, What's so. up? Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, now, what are we so. talking about? I know, right? <laughs> yeah, so shoot, that's about all I got. We got some great games this weekend, some great playoff. Uh, <laughs> what you say? Oh, yeah. Um, great playoff games this weekend. I have the Seahawks in an upset. I have the, dang, who else is playing? Niners. I got the Niners. You got the Texans. I have the Texans. Texans in an upset. And then also uh, the Ravens. Ravens are going I think the Ravens going to win by double digits. I got the same except for I'm picking Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Shout out to my cousin Brandy. Uh, shout out to somebody why. you brought up earlier. Um, Brandy. Corey Thompson. Oh, Corey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I a Chiefs fan Corey. too. Yeah. I don't like Corey. <laughs> I'm just shouting out to Chiefs fan. All right. Man. So I know we won't talk again until the uh, – <laughs> Uh, what's up, Ant? I know we won't talk again until probably after the national championship. Um, I got LSU. Joe will not be doing seven, eight touchdowns, but I think he'll end up getting about four or five. And I got L- I got a tie game going into the last possession. LSU scores a touchdown to win it. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it should be a good one. So we'll recap all of it next week. Before we go, I got to give a shout out to my Bolt Pride family. Alvarez and all the crew. I got a quick story to tell you. So my there's only two of you. That sounds like you and Alvarez. There's I said Alvarez and all the crew. You I'm not about to name drop everybody, but anyway, Alvarez are the crew. Can I finish my story? Is this a San Diego Bolt family? Like yes, yeah, San fan? Diego. Oh. Can I finish my story? Do you guys like the LA Bolts? So back in the day, I would always go to the games at Qualcomm, and there was always a tailgate I would go to all the time. I forget the section that we were in, but it was always crazy. I still got, you know, videos in my phone of the tailgates. It was it was always crazy. And move out here, fast forward to the draft that was out here in 2018, I believe it was. Dang, that's two years ago. 2018. So uh, my wife, she, she got us tickets. We're going in. And I see some Chargers fans. And you know there's not too many of us out there. Don't laugh. It's not too many of us out there. So I, I go up to the guys and I'm just like, hey, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. Chargers. Da, 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 da. It's like, yeah, you know, we used to host a tailgate and this and that and blah, 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 blah in San Diego. And I was just like, wait, hold on for a second. I pull up video of the tailgate that I had, the, the videos of the tailgate, and it was their tailgate. So it was just a, a cool just reminiscing and talking about that. And they actually had extra tickets to go into the draft on the floor. So I was actually at the draft. When we got Derwin James, and it was just a, cra- a crazy experience. Like, I was, uh, we got videos with LT and Derwin James and all that stuff. So, it was a crazy experience. Uh, my Bolt Pride family. So, shout out to all you guys. And if you didn't catch it in that story, Alvarez was the guy who throws the, <laughs> throw the tailgate. He was the guy at the draft. It's only them two. They're the only Charger fans left. <laughs> I saved Bad my laugh too, after the story. All right. That's all we got? Yeah. Uh, shout out to... I don't want to shout out. Just keep 
Australia in your prayers. It's just a, a ton of... And Puerto Rico. Yeah, and obviously our troops with the Iran and dealing with Trump and, and all of that. So um, just a lot of love. Marlon versus Marlon sends love all around the, the U.S. right now. So, And on that note, we're keeping people in our prayers. I talked about it, I think, a couple weeks ago. Um, the brand. Uh, shout out to you guys. This is one of their t-shirts by His Stripes. I forgot what the brand is called now. That's not good. <laughs> you guys have a good one, man. I'll shout y'all out next week. All right, y'all. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. We out. <laughs>